Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features When Zachary Beaver Came to Town by Kimberly Willis Holt, read by Crystal. This title is intended for tweens and is suitable for most audiences. Recorded with permission of Squarefish, an imprint of Macmillan. Chapter One Nothing ever happens in Antler, Texas. Nothing much at all. Until this afternoon, when an old blue thunderbird pulls a trailer decorated with Christmas lights into the dairy-made parking lot. The red words painted on the trailer cause quite a buzz around town, and before an hour is up, half of Antler is standing in line with two dollars clutched in hand to see the fattest boy in the world. Since it's too late in the summer for firecrackers and too early for the ladybug waltz, Cal and I join Miss Murdy May and the first Baptist quilting bee at the back of the line. Miss Murdy May wears a wide-brimmed straw hat. She claims that she's never exposed her skin to sun. Even so, wrinkles fold into her face like an unironed shirt. She takes her job as town historian and librarian seriously, and as usual, her camera hangs around her neck. Toby, how's your mom? Fine, I say. That will really be something if she wins. Yes, ma'am, it will. My mouth says the words, but my mind is not wanting to settle on a picture of her winning. Mom dreams of following in the footsteps of her favorite singer, Tammy Wynette. Last month, she entered a singing contest in Amarillo and won first place. She got a trophy and an all-expense-paid trip to Nashville for a week to enter the National Amateur's Country Music Competition at the Grand Ole Opry. The winner gets to cut a record album. Cars and pickups pull into the dairy-made parking lot. Some people make no bones about it. They just get in line to see him. Others try to act like they don't know anything about the buzz. They enter the dairy-made, place their orders, and exit with Coke floats, chocolate-dipped cones, or curly-cue fries, then wander to the back of the line. They don't fool me. The line isn't moving because the big event hasn't started. Some skinny guy wearing a tuxedo smoking a pipe is taking the money and giving out green tickets. Cal could stand in line forever to relieve his curiosity. He knows more gossip than any old biddy in Antler because he gathers it down at the cotton gin, where his dad and the other farmers drink coffee. I got better things to do than this, I tell Cal. Like, eat. My stomach's been growling all the time now because I haven't had a decent meal since Mom left a few days ago. Not that she cooked much lately since she was getting ready for that stupid contest. But I miss the fried catfish and barbecue dinner she brought home from the Bolarama Cafe where she works. Oh, come on, Toby, Cal begs. He'll probably move out tomorrow and we'll never get another chance. He's just some fat kid. Heck. Malcolm Clifton probably has him beat hands down. Malcolm's mom claims he's big-boned, not fat, but we've seen him pack away six jumbo burgers. I sigh real big like my dad does when he looks at my report card filled with C's. Okay, I say, but I'm only waiting ten more minutes. After that, I'm splitting. Cal grins that stupid grin with his black tooth showing. He likes to brag that he got his black tooth playing football but I know the real story. His sister Kate socked him good when he scratched up her Carol King album. Cal says he was sick of hearing, you make me feel like a natural woman every stinking day of his life. 
Scarlet Stalling walks toward the line, holding her bratty sister Tara's hand. Scarlet looks cool, wearing a bikini top underneath an open white blouse and hip huggers that hit right below her belly button. With her golden tan and long, silky blonde hair, she could do a commercial for copper tone. Scarlet doesn't go to the back of the line. She walks over to me. To me? Smiling, flashing that ultra-bright sex-appeal smile and the tiny gap between her two front teeth. Cal grins, giving her the tooth. But I lower my eyelids half-mast and jerk my head back a little as if to say, Hey. Then she speaks. Hey, Toby. Would y'all do me a favor? Sure, I squeak, killing my cool act in one split second. Scarlet flutters her eyelashes and I suck in my breath. Take Tara in for me. She passes her little sister a sticky hand like she's handing over a dog's leash. Then she squeezes her fingers into her pocket and pulls out two crumpled dollar bills. I would give anything to be one of those lucky dollar bills tucked into her pocket. She flips back her blonde mane. I've got to get back home and get ready. Juan's dropping by soon. The skin on my chest prickles. Mom is right. Scarlet Stalling is a flirt. Mom always told me, You better stay a spitting distance from that girl. Her mother had a bad reputation when I went to school, and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Cal punches my shoulder. Great going, ladies, man. I watch Scarlet's tight jeans sway toward her house so she can get ready for the only Mexican guy in Antler Junior High. Juan already shaves. He's a head taller than the rest of the guys. Two heads taller than me. That gives him an instant ticket to play first string on our basketball team, even though he's slow-footed and a lousy shot. Whenever I see him around town, a number five iron golf club swings at his side. I don't plan to ever give him a reason to use it. Fatty, fatty, two by four, Tara chimes as she stares at the trailer. Can't get through the kitchen door. Shut up, squirt, I mutter. Miss Murdy May frowns at me. Tara yanks on my arm. Um, she hollers. You said shut up. Scarlet. She raises on her toes as if that makes her louder. Toby said shut up to me. But it's too late. Scarlet has already disappeared across the street. She's probably home, smearing gloss on those pouty lips while I hold her whiny sister's lollipop fingers, standing next to my black-toothed best friend, waiting to see the fattest boy in the world. Wondering what happens next? Check out When Zachary Beaver Came to Town by Kimberly Willis Holt, available in multiple formats at www.houstonlibrary.org.